And we're here, people. And we're here. We're back. We're back. Raw Mind Sports Podcast, baby. We're here tonight with the one and only himself, Corey Baker, once again. Corey Baker, how you doing today? Everything copacetic, man. Peace, peace and beloved everybody, man. Everything copacetic, man. <laughs> all right, all right. So tonight, man, we got quite a few topics on the podcast tonight, man. I'm going to talk to Corey, raw thoughts, get his raw thoughts. So the first topic is the NBA Finals, Corey. How do you feel about the NBA Finals and what happened? Were you surprised or were you not? I won't surprise. <laughs> I won't surprise because LeBron Lee, I won't surprise. Anytime you got a player like LeBron and Anthony Davis, I won't surprise. But I don't think it'll happen no more because Golden State coming. Clippers coming. They got Tyrone Lou. We're going to talk about that. Right. Brooklyn. Then I think I think that, uh, Le- I mean, I'm happy for LeBron, but this year NBA, we're playing in the bubble, but everybody ready for 2021 because these teams are gearing up for the Lakers. Now, the Lakers get Chris Paul. What I'm hearing, that's a different story. But the guard play for the Lakers is suspect, very suspect. But Miami Rank got very tired. They got very tired. But I mean, next year gonna be next year gonna be the year for the best basketball, the NBA fans. Man, get ready for it. Get ready for it. If everybody healthy, like if Golden State healthy, you know, Prime, they got the best shooting backcourt in the league in the history of the NBA. No and, doubt about that. And they got the number two pick. Don't, don't, I'm for real, LeBron, I like LeBron. I like him and AD, but next year, they really, they, next year going to really set the tone for them. They better get, they got to get a third piece for them to play, I mean, for them to um, repeat, you know? And I agree with that, man, because, like, they got a lot of free agents on the roster, you know, KCP, Danny Green, Um, I want to say Danny Green, it's quite a few. You know they're going to re-sign AD, they probably going to give him the bank. So they got to have people. The thing with this situation is with LeBron and AD, Depending on the players, man, like they're either going for their money, the role players in the NBA. When I'm saying the NBA, the overall NBA, if they're free agents, either they're going to go for their money or if they really want a championship, they know like I might not get paid, but I might get paid a little something, but I can at least play with LeBron and AD. That's the leverage them guys got. Some guys are just role players that come take a cheap deal just to play with them guys. Now, if you're a person who really want the money, I don't know. You ain't going to get it over there in L.A. You just going to – only thing they can really promise you is – a shot at getting to the championship. And that's about it. Now, everybody else has been playing their roles, and you know how that goes. But go ahead, Corey. Tell like you about to say something. I'm saying it, but I still think they got a lot of free agents. But if now they get, like, Brendan Bill, they probably repeat. But it's, Brian, it's going to be hard. And he's going to take a serious pay cut when he can really get paid the bank somewhere else. Bradley Bill can get paid the bank elsewhere. He's not going to get that type of money there. And then you said something about Chris Paul. Chris Paul comes there. You know, that's not only is that a great point guard, but it's also LeBron's best friend, homeboy. So that's a whole nother story in itself. I'd love to see that, but they get, but they, the Lakers just need some shoot. I like the Davis Pope, but right, older. Will you start your, your starting point guard be Alice Caruso or and they, they have to get a guard play because LeBron getting older, all that. No, no, he, he, I mean, he's still, he's a bad. All that malice he putting on himself, right, right. Got, but for this, it's gonna be hard for them to repeat. I'm happy right. for him. Be very hard because everybody healthy, healthy. And Golden State is looking at the, they looking. The Steph Curry, he's some serious, and Clay Thompson, that's a problem. 
you got that right. And it's and you know, Danny Green, that's what they brought Danny Green to the team. Cause like when you look at his playoff ranks and three point shooting, Danny Green is a monster yep. grace. I mean, when it comes to three point shooting, a monster grace in the playoffs. Like he's up there and up high on, on the stats charts, you know, when it comes to three point shooting. Although they didn't come this year, but it happened. But man, we're gonna um leave that alone real quick and we're gonna go to uh and they got the new number two pick in the draft. Right. We're gonna go to uh <laughs> yeah, go to state got it made, boy. But uh we're gonna go to LeBron, man. LeBron's legacy. Was it gonna be any different now that he won a championship, or is it gonna still be pretty much the same as everybody else been talking? It's very different. I got LeBron right behind Jordan. He's very he got the thing he's done one for. And look what he did with everything. I got him right behind Jordan. I got him right behind Jordan. LeBron's something serious, man. I mean, he's a straight hooper. You know, I'm all for basketball. He's a hooper. Right. He's a, he's so, a hooper. when I seen him at the end of his thing, say he want everybody to get their respect and get his respect, what did you take from that? Everybody has their own theory, their own story about LeBron saying what he's saying. Some people I done had even come to me when I put it on my post a while back on Facebook, like, he getting plenty of respect. So, what is your speculation? What you think he was going at when he was talking about respect? Oh, that's the, you know, I got to get him. That's very, that's very smooth. He been got respect every since he came out of Aqua Ohio. But he really talking about Donald Trump. He talking about what? He talking about Donald Trump. <laughs> you know, he oh, so that's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> well, he talking about everybody. He, he talking about Donald Trump. He, he talking about people don't even watch basketball. That read Donald Trump. That's somebody everybody. <laughs> He talking about everybody, everybody over there in the East Wing. Everybody in the East Wing. He talking about everybody. <laughs> he talking about everybody. Look, that's what he talking about. He talking about everybody on Pennsylvania Avenue. He talking about everybody. Everybody. Trump, too. Boy, I, I definitely get it. I definitely get it. So we can leave that one short. Now my next question, man, is, although they won a championship this year with the Lakers with Frank Vogel, mm-hmm. Ty Lue had a chance to have his team, right? But Ty Lue turned it down. What are your thoughts? But I'm going to give my thoughts after yours. Man, I think Doc River has something to do with that because him and Doc River, you know Ty Lue came from Boston, but he coached mm-hmm. LeBron with um, Ed Cleveland, won a championship. I don't know why he turned it down, but I think, you know, that's when Magic, again, Magic said he definitely mad by the time Magic, because Magic won a little, but Robert Lico, they did some dirty stuff in the Lakers, though, because Ty Lue's supposed to be coaching. Ain't no way I'm going to turn down a Lakers job and be the Clippers' assistant. Right, but right. he got the job again. He about to be the Clippers' head coach. Well, you know. But who right. don't run in L.A.? And you got a chance to win the championship. And hey, I, like, my- I like Frank Vogel. You know, he, he was at Indiana Pacers. But Tyrone Lue, man, he's the player coach. He's going to do some great things with the Clippers, man. Oh, no doubt. I, I believe it. I believe it. I'm still <laughs> shocked that he didn't take the Lakers' job. But everything you just said probably was in a nutshell. But I also look at it like – you know, he was always a part of the Lakers teams. He won championships with the Lakers as a player, Tyron Lou, Ty Lou. But my thing is, the only thing I can think of is, did he just want to go on his own and coach on his own instead of being micromanaged? Because when you're coaching LeBron, the only thing I can think of is he probably felt like he could be micromanaged. Like, you coach LeBron, it's really LeBron's show, but you there. You can't really be who you are and really coach the way you want to because it's LeBron. And I'm thinking, like, the only way you turn it down to be an assistant but Doc Rivers, and I'm pretty sure they're paying you more. They're paying you more as a head coach than to be an assistant with Doc Rivers. 
it's no way. If it's on a money level, no, you definitely don't take the assistant job. You uh-huh. definitely take the Lakers job. So I'm saying, like, maybe he just did not want to coach LeBron again. And maybe those years in Cleveland, even though they lost, and even though they won, where it was probably a headache. It was a lot of micromanaging LeBron doing the stuff. He's the show. And it's not against LeBron, because LeBron is LeBron. Like I said, everybody got their own lane. LeBron is going to be LeBron because he is that guy. So it's going to be like that if you coach him. And then you got Ty Lue, who wants to make a name for himself because eventually LeBron will retire. As a coach, you know, as a coach, you can you, – how should I put it? You can coach forever. You can coach about 80 years old as long as you're mine, right? But as a player, you know, you don't have a certain – you on borrowed time. So I'm thinking, like, maybe he's just saying, like, look, man, I just don't want to co- coach LeBron no more, and I want to make a name for myself, and I'm going to just sit here and, and just not deal with that, that mentally affecting me. And really not being who he really want to be. Well, he's gonna get the same thing. Oh, I know you talk. I mean, I mean, you talk about that's gonna be spooky with him and Kawhi. Cause Kawhi like that. Cause you know, they said Kawhi don't even like to come to practice. You know, he really, you know, the boys. Ooh, I just saw that today. You did. You're right. They did. I did talk about today. I mean, excuse yeah. me. Saw that today. They said Kawhi on the practice Monday and Tuesday. The rest of the day, he just sat there and go laid up. <laughs> <laughs> So now my next question is for you, Baker. Should he have took the uh the the Houston job over the, the Clippers? No sir, Brian. I love you to death, but if he would have got that Houston Rocket job with Westwood and Harden, Tabu Lou would have got the biggest ball in Houston Texas. <laughs> He would have got the biggest ball in Houston. Where the looking store at? Because he would have been frustrated as hell. <laughs> he would have got the biggest ball. Starting off with 150 because he got plenty of money in his, in his pocket. He would have got... He would do... He would went to the looking store all the time. He'd give me a package deal like the other... He'd do a... Give me a Matter of fact, he gonna go to the liquor warehouse store. Cause he gonna be frustrated. He gonna go to the liquor warehouse store. Just like he in the city. Go to the liquor warehouse store and get the whole box. Boy, oh boy, you said a mouthful over there. So now, with that being said, since we're going into the Rockets, what's the state of the Rockets right now, man? Ty Lue didn't take the job. The GM resigns. Then Tony resigns and gets fired. So what are your thoughts about that before I even go into the other topic of the Rockets? I don't know what the GM there more and then they talk about getting John Lucas. John Lucas ain't coached in 15 years. The last time he coached with, with LeBron, even though he a developed coach. But I'm like, they didn't want Jeff. Oh, and- that's definitely not gonna work there with them guys. Oh no. Oh no, oh no. Then they talking about getting Jeff Van Gundy. And he old school too. That's not gonna work, man. I mean, but James Harden game is is old school in a way, man. So that may work. But outside that, I would not, I can I can see myself hiring Jeff Van Gunner right now. I can't. They're gonna bump heads because really James Harden is a street ball. He's all all ISO. You know Jeff Van Gunner when he was coaching New York now, he was physical, man. Right. That right. See what the general manager did down there. Said, I stepped down and he went to the liquor store. Lordy, <laughs> but he I, <laughs> he shouldn't even went to the liquor store. It was his choice. He didn't have to listen to Dan Tony when he came to the roster. He made the move. It was up. No matter what Dan Tony said, him as a GM, he could have said, nah, I'm good. But he didn't. 
He didn't, right? So that's on him. But I get it. He probably like, man, you know what? This is just a headache period alone. And not only that, when he looks at it, man, you got to think about it. We look at the Houston Rockets. You got the L.A. Lakers. You got the Clippers, supposedly. Then you got the Nuggets. Right. I'm going to name them three. Right? I mean, I'm just, just them three off the top. And you got to figure out how you're going to beat these three teams with this roster. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough mm-hmm. in a series. Either one of them three them rosters in a, in a series. Well, that's going to be, I swear to God, Houston Rockets, Jane Harden, the boys in Westbrook getting paid. But, man, that's going to be, I, I don't think Houston Rockets, man, I, I'm telling that organization is going down. Then you get John Lucas, he's about 70 years old. Man, I know good and well. They better not get on John Lucas out of nowhere. They better decide. <laughs> Only person I think that's, that's valuable now that can coach that team is two people. Now, I'm going to tell you now. No, I can't even say it. Everybody keeps, everybody keeps chant, chanting on um, Mark Jackson's name. But Mark Jackson and them guys, <laughs> it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. Now, Sam Purcell is a scoring point guard, so that make it work because he's a scoring point guard. So he'll probably be able to get them guys, be able to get the ball more, be able to put them in position to win. And plus, he was under um, Doc Rivers for so long himself. So that's the next best thing. I'm thinking Sam Cassell. I don't know any other coach can handle these boys. If they still together, if they don't trade Westbrook or Harden, I don't know who else can coach you guys. That's the only one. That was my pick too, Sam Cassell, but I don't know. He might get it. He, he, won, a, he won two championships in Houston. He's a part of the Houston program. He won a couple of championships in Houston, so he should have it. Um, my next step with you is, how do you feel about Russell Westbrook? A lot of people like to talk about this, but I'm gonna get your raw thoughts. Man, I love Westbrook. I, I've been liking Westbrook ever since he came out of you know he's from Long Beach, but mm-hmm. I like him in LA. But his game, you know, his game. That's why you know he played with my boy KD, baby. That's enough. I can't wait till he get healthy. We're gonna talk about um, <laughs> is a great. I mean, he's a great point guard, but with him and Jade Harden, I knew it won't forget him and Durant didn't work. Right. So he, I knew that one going. I mean, he just, I think Westbrook needs his own team. He get $200 million. He needs his own team and just be happy because he cannot play with nobody. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think about Like, I'm saying to myself, like, I don't think he's a bad player. I know what, I knew James Harden has evolved since he left OKC because he went from six man to this is my show, this is my team. So his whole game is different. I, a lot of people always say he's selfish. But when you look at his numbers, he's not selfish. And he's he's really a team player. He just has sloppy moments and crucial moments. But at the same time, he's still doing well. And I'm saying to myself, like, when you look at the teams, all right, when we look at championship teams, right, Baker? Championship teams already established. Right. You know, they already got their teams already set up. Who else is going to be in championship? Whether it's Golden State, whether it's the L.A. Clippers, whether it's supposedly uh, the Lakers or whoever – Championship style already set up. Now you got that second tier. Who else you got to choose from in the second tier that you can hope to even compete with these guys? So when I look at it, I'm like, who you got to compete with these guys? It ain't none. And I'm saying, like, people always make it out like Westbrook is that bad. Ain't nobody going to trade with Westbrook if he's that bad. Charlotte not going to do it. I get the Knicks not going to do it. I mean, the Knicks not going to do it. I mean, I trade for somebody who's not good. It's a lot of teams that's not going to trade for that. Go ahead. Because his value is very high, but if right. he's 
If you go to the Knicks, I swear to God, he's gonna be he gonna be in Harlem playing at the Rocket Park, bro. <laughs> That'll get you the playoffs because every even even in his down seasons with um the Knicks roster. You think Westbrook could get them in the playoffs? No, I him? think Eastern Conference playoffs, I think he could at least get a 7-8 seed. Easily. 7-8 seed. Who the 7-8 seed you going to get in then? Who you can get a 7-8 seed to? I think they can outbeat. I think they can beat the Lando Magic. They can get them out of there. He might can do that. He might can do that. Yeah, he might can be Orlando by himself. But we talking about, I would love to see him with the Knicks. It'd be boxed off with the Knicks. Oh, the I'm, Knicks not, I'm not saying. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that's a winnable team or whatever the Knicks. I'm just saying when we're going by, can West, Russell Westbrook get the Knicks to the playoffs? All we're saying is as long as he get the eight seed. But you know, he Westbrook, can get them guys in there. He can beat the Lando Magic. Yeah, uh, oh, they find a way to get to the eight seed. I think he have a better record than Lando Magic. They get yeah, the eight seed. Yeah, he might can be a Lando Magic, but that's the only one that I see. I already know that. He ain't going far. Don't get twisted. I know. I know. I know what you're saying. I'm saying the same. He's not going far because you don't have the the capable players of doing things. But the concept or the point or the logic is: Can he get them to the playoffs? He took an OKC team without KD the year after he won MVP. He got them to the playoffs. That team was trash. That team was trash, but he got them to the playoffs. Now if we just talking about getting them to the playoffs. Yes, he can. Are we saying take them to the next level? No, you cannot without no certain players. You got to have certain players in place to do that. The Knicks don't have that. And that's what I was saying. And I get that. The Knicks don't have that, like, that, 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 that cast. Now, am I saying the Knicks need to get them? I'm not saying the Knicks need to get them. I'm not saying Charlotte need to get them. The Charlotte got a young nucleus, but they can't get over the hump. I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying his value must be worth something for somebody to want him. Because if they didn't want him, they'll easily say, they can easily say, that the people who trading for him can easily say, nah, I'm good on Westbrook. Because not only are you taking him, you're taking his contract. So if he's that bad, they wouldn't take the money to pay him and to bring him to that city. He got a big car, too. Got it right. And people still want him? He must be doing something good that nobody ain't talking about. I mean, he's in that tip. I mean, most championship teams got it. Go ahead. 84, because I know he feels that way that he playing. His name comes in so many trades. He got value. But I was, if he go to the Knicks, he go, I mean, he's going to do his thing now. He got average of triple-double. Man. He gonna, but I think he's to the point his career, now he want to win. Right, right. He want to go somewhere where he can actually win the championship. And I think I mean, he is to the point. Where he, if he told him, he got to tone it down. I ain't going to lie, he's a I, I, I mean, that's true. I think that's true. But I also looked at it this year like, yo, the dude hurt his quad. His whole game is really completely off. He was out for a while with Houston. When Houston – before he heard his choir, Houston was doing really good. They were doing really good. But now you bring them back in because at the end of the day, you're playing against the Lakers, second round. You're playing against – you're almost about – what they thought that the, – the excuse me. The Houston Rockets really thought that if they could get through the first round without Westbrook, they should be able to beat OKC without Westbrook. Apparently, that didn't happen. They had to go to game seven. So what happened? I felt like the Houston Rockets rushed him back. They're like, look, we got to have you in this series so we can at least get to the second round. Now, do you – at the end of the day, I felt like his injury could have rested more, but they don't have enough role players because they needed him. Then the next round, regardless if you know you're going to lose or not, you're playing against the Lakers. James Harden's not going to beat that roster. With the roster he had without Westbrook, would have probably been a serious sweep 4-0. 4-0, not even one game. 
with the roster that they had to beat the Lakers. Won't gonna even win one game. So he had to bring them back. Then the guy that got the guy that brought the girl in under um, you Someone. know, Daniel House. Yeah, Danny House, excuse me. Yeah, you got it right. Danny House. He brought me, he left. He was a key player to that Houston Rockets team. He had to leave the bubble because he brought a girl in when he wasn't supposed to do that for COVID reasons. So now you got that going on. So I'm like, so I mean, like, who else did you have to go to? That whole roster was what you call it, a dove or out of whack. It was already done, done. So you needed Westbrook to come back. And I don't even think really Westbrook was really, really super healthy. That that Houston Rocket team is very spooky, man. And Halloween coming, all that whole team. <laughs> Took a string. That that team, man. That Jane Harden. I like Westbrook, but he getting a raw. He getting a bad deal, man. He getting a bad deal as a player because he getting older and he want to win. Only way he gonna win if he join a, another mob. But and, and I'm gonna tell you now with him. I'm gonna tell you now with him. I'm gonna leave this. I'm gonna leave this on conversation alone. He the same way like Westbrook. They want the ball. If you want to say want the ball, want to put up a lot of points. He gonna have to understand. He gonna have to come off the ball and his role gonna have to play different. So whoever the coach is, regardless, now if he with Houston, he's the first option. But now if he's trying to go to a team that you saying like the mob or another team that's really good, he's gonna have to change his role. He's gonna have to move the ball more. He's gonna have to understand that he's not gonna get up, put up a certain amount of shots that the other players already done. So you know the, the number one player, the number two player, he's gonna have to understand he's a number two player with a different team. So he gotta respect that. Pardon? I'm talking about if he goes to another team. What if he go to what if he go to Golden State? Let's give you an example. Like if you want to win a championship, you saying I get it, he's the number one, but you're talking about going to a team when you say mob, I'm I'm thinking that you're saying a championship team already established. So and he just an added piece to it. So that means that you need him to not do so much. If he went to Golden State right now, do you need him to do all that? No, you don't. If he goes to, to the LA Lakers, do you need him to do all that? No, you don't. If he go to, to the L.A. Clippers, do you need him to do all that? No, you don't. Uh, he can do Even that if he way. go to the Boston Celtics with Tatum, do you need him to do all that with Jalen Brown then? You don't. You just need him to be himself. You need him to do enough. Now, Jay Home go to the Boston, he's going to be the man now he go to Boston. Between him and Tatum. But you're right. He will be the man. I mean, I, it's, that's, that's true. That's true. I'm just saying. I like Jay Home. He's a street baller. I ain't going to lie. He's a scorer. But him and Westwood, they play a light. Westwood is an up tempo guard. Right. More laid back. You get me? You know, like Jay Harden. But if he, if Jay Harden were on anything with Boston, Philly, and the Eastern Conference beside Brooklyn, he'd be the first option. But with Golden State, the Lakers, he if he wanted to join the mob, he's going to have to play his role. But he's not that tight. Jay Harden has got a mentality like Camilla Anthony. Kamala Anthony, the same. You got to understand, bro. Right, NBA right. players are like, they've been like this all their life. So how can you tell James Harden he's going to be the second option? <laughs> I mean, now he's getting old, yeah, but if he goes – but I'm pretty sure, man, come on. I mean, if he if – he, I hope he got common sense. If he goes to the, if he goes to the Warriors, if let's say if he had a Zamba, he went to the Warriors, to the Clippers, and to the Lakers. He ain't got no choice. Oh, he going out the door. LeBron is on the Lakers. Kawhi is on – the L.A. Clippers, I ain't even going to count. He might be the second. He'll be the second now because I don't know what Paul George is going to do. And we go to State, you got Klay Thompson and you got Steph Curry. And you got Andrew Wiggins now with Draymond. All you got to do is do your part. You can win the championship with the Golden State Warriors. So you ain't got no choice. 
but, my dude. That's the yeah. more. No, you right. Story, man. That man, the man box office. He ain't gonna want to do that. No, you true. That's true. And, and, and understand, you can be box office anywhere in the NBA. That don't mean you can win a championship. You can be box office, but that don't mean you can win a championship. If you want to be box office, fine. Go to wherever you want to go. But if you want to win a, win a championship, it's guidelines to winning a championship. But Kyrie Irving got the same problem. They, they yeah. can't help. You gotta know. I'm, I'm before we get out there, sir. You gotta understand, bro. They are alpha dogs. These boys been good ever since they've been little boys in, in, in college and ha- NBA. They've been they've been so suited up, suited right, up. Right. To the NBA, they they making the money, but they, they ain't gonna take a role like that because they've been the man for forever since they were little. Only one right, really right. gonna. Like there's somebody like my trade because my trade up and coming. But them dolls, them superstars, this is like telling them no. You know what I'm saying? Right. AI went through that. You remember back in the day, he had he been, he was a doll. He was like, nah, that's very spooky for you telling me that I can't have the ball like that and I've been having the ball all my life. <laughs> nah, you you got you guys been the man forever. Every day when that they was they was hooping. You got them, they're not going to do that. They're be like, yo, what's the point of playing for if I can't do my thing? That's how right. it is. That's how it is. That's how the NBA is. All the NBA players like that. You got the superstars, you got the role players, you got the journeyman. Oh, you, and you got the young one. But the dolls are like that. The superstars are like that. LeBron like that. LeBron, right, right. Prime set, we- set the tone for everything. He tell every player, he got IQ. He tell every player what you need to do. This is what you need to do. Him and AD can do the rest. Right. Way is just James Harden don't win. Westwood don't win. But in the day, I like both of them. They just can't play together. They can't play. And then they in the Western Conference, Brian. Now they I already know East. that. That's a no question. That's a tough. That's a tough. That's a tough bracket. Tough conference. So I know that. So with that being said, move on to that NFL, man. NFL Week Five. Talk. What was the most intriguing game to you, Corey? That that interested you the whole Week Five. No, I'm Baltimore Ravens now. You know, we got to No, We're going to get into that. Baby, we got and our offense. I want my offense, Baltimore Ravens. I want our offense. We ain't really click. But I'm kind of mad because Bell went to Kansas City. That's our rival. But we ain't really click. I swear to God, we need Baltimore. We need a wide receiver, man. God, don't right. let Julio Jones come to Maryland. Yes, get out of Atlanta Falcons. You making money? Get out of there. That stuff in Atlanta Falcons is very spooky. It's over. It's over Atlanta this week. With the number one pick in NFL draft, the Atlanta Falcons, New York Jets, or the New York Giants. I don't know which one's gonna get it, but they're gonna get it. I know Ty Girl the Mag, but he you know he went to college there. I know he was like, what in the world? I'm saying Matt Ryan <laughs> I need to go to San Francisco. You say who? Say it again. Matt Ryan need to go to San Francisco. Oh, I think he will be in San Francisco next year. We'll talk about it. But now my turn. Um, the most intriguing game to me, week five, was the L.A. Chargers versus the Saints, man. I'm going to tell you that like I told my boy Jacoby Cofield a while back on the show. Uh-huh. He thought I was joking. Justin Hubert is the best quarterback out of Jeff. I ain't even seen Tua yet. Do I need to see Tua? Yes, I do. This kid is special. And although he got the – Although he got the spot because of a punch along on Tyrod Taylor, which I truly hate, because that's, that's that, that was just wrong or whatever happened to him. I hate that. This kid is gonna be special, and I know it. 
Now, on that note, when it comes to the 49 same thing you were saying, like I tell people, man, when I when I looked at my 49ers, because 49ers is my team. <clears throat> when I looked at 49ers, when I predicted Super Bowl repeat, repeat, I'm looking at the same players, not hurt, none of that. Now I'm gonna go to a I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do like my man Echo off of speak speak for yourself with Marcus Wiley. Me and you coach Corey, right? Me and you coach the AU team for years, right? And the, the luxury that we had was that we had guys who we could start. We could pick multiple players to start. So that means that everybody doesn't have to uh, really start. Even though we got our main guys we want to start, if another player hasn't replaced them, if a kid had to go somewhere else or something happened, we had that chance. You don't get to the high school. You just pick from what you got. Luxury at AAU basketball, you get to really pick the all-star stuff. And um, so what I'm saying is like with the 49ers, the 49ers is down to that third team even practice squad. Mm-hmm. I'm completely dis- disappointed. Disappointed with the 49ers how they lost the Dolphins. Then they had a guy named Allen. Witherspoon was one of the starting cornerbacks for the beginning of the year, right? Hey, this sucker didn't even come on the field. How you letting let a guy who just beat it up week, the week before the Dolphins and say he want to be a starter? You let him go out there and fail. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm always on the concept of, like, logic, man, when it comes to stuff, um, Corey. Like, I don't care what nobody say. Even when I was playing basketball in high school, you know you got your starters and you got your bench player, right? Your starter may play, let's say if we had a 40-minute game, may play 30 minutes. The bench player may play 10 minutes. So the 30-minute player may have a chance to score 30 or 40 points within 30 minutes. The bench player may have a chance to score 25 in a short period of time because the bench player knows he's on bar time. I mean, if he do a mistake, the starter probably going to come back in right away. If that's how it goes, you got two things. Either the player really better than the player, either the player really better than the starter, or it's coaching that feels that the player fits their system better. It's two different worlds you got to look into. The system may fit one player. The system may not fit the other. Or this, by the fact this player gets so many minutes, come and tell you, when it came to certain games, I knew I was going to start. Did I know I was better than certain players? No, I didn't. But I knew at the end of the day when it came to me, I knew once I got in, my only role was to shoot. If I didn't shoot the ball, my butt was going on the bench. So give me about two, three minutes out there not shooting the basketball, I'm going to bench. It was times where I may have played less minutes and might have scored more than the starters. But I knew yeah. my time was limited because I didn't have all the attributes or everything that the starter had. I mean, not have all the, the pluses everywhere from the defensive end, maybe bigger or whatever. So, you know. It's certain more. So, yeah, starter can easily go out there and stretch that 30 points a game. I may have to go out there and get 20 points a game in, <laughs> in six, seven, eight minutes if I had that chance. But that, that didn't happen every time, so I'm letting you know. I'm just giving you an example. So, I'm, like, I'm just saying, like, and then you have some starters who split time from 15 minutes to 15 minutes. Now, if they split in time, then that's a difference. It just comes down to the coach who you want to start. But they split in time. But if it's a starter that's playing 30 minutes – you got this bitch player playing 10. That's what he is. Make it long story short what I'm trying to say. I'm going to let you go ahead and talk, Corey. Because what I'm saying is that you're a starter for a reason if you really are better than the second best player. Unless the coach has decided he thinks the, the other player is better. You're a starter for a reason. 
that means you better. So if you start, that means you are probably 100% better. So if a bench player or somebody comes in and replace you, only thing coaches can do is just pump them up, prep them, make them feel like they're really good, which you know athletically they're really not better than your starter, but we got no choice. So you have no choice but to say the words next man up. Not because you want to, but you have no choice but to say it because you ain't got no other choice but to pick from. Go ahead. Oh, man, Dan, that's right. Dan, you came over. So you were like an Eddie House type back in the day. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I won't say that. I did start some games. Now. Don't get it twist. I did. But I'll just give you an example. Like, let's say, for example, like me and my boy, Jente. Like, I'm going to give you an example. You know Jente Shirai. I ain't nowhere near the athlete or gifted player he was. So why would I – I know a coach would not start me over Jente Shirai, and I'm seeing him, I'm just a shooter. Like, it just don't make no sense. Because so I know Jente need a break. Let's say if I had to take his place with – me and him didn't even play the same position. But let's say if I had to take his place. You know I'm going to be in the game long. I was on a thin line. If I probably made about two, three turnovers by you being a bench player, it's levels to the bench player and levels to a starter. A starter could probably make six, seven turnovers, but you the starter. Let a bench player come in and make three turnovers over. I mean, excuse me, three turnovers back to back. You're going on the bench immediately. You don't, you don't no. get a chance because your starter has to pick up what you left off. So, like, the starter's usually role is, I'm going to get some rest. If he get a bitch player to come in for him, it's more like, I got to get some rest. I got to get a break. I need some rest to get my drink, then I'm going to go back in. You let me – the coach be like, whenever you ready, you go back in. That's what a bitch player usually is when you got a guy like that. I'm just giving you an example, like, from my area. Like, I, would, I didn't even play that position, but I'm just saying, like, you got to know, like, what it is. But I seen this in high school. I seen since we talking about that. I'm good. I seen this where the bench. I mean, I, this, to me, well, you know, we coach. I go by potential, but I feel right. like I go by potential. I feel like at the starters, if he giving me what I want off the bench, he can he go because I'm all about depth. Because when we were right, coaching, right, right, right. Always, it ain't all about one player because that one. When you're on the high school level, it's different than college, and the professional, you know, because when you're looking at you're looking at talent, because your bench player might be better than your starter, but you with the starter in high school is more familiarity. You know what I'm saying? They might have been down them like in high school, it's like a bunch of guys that grew up together. And this right, one, right. that's why I was like, like when it come to high school basketball, it's different than college because it might be one or two that's good, rest of them on the same level. Right, right. And you. Your, your, your bench well might be better than anything. So it depends on his right. game. It just depends on how your system works and how your coach works. And I, I, I was just basically saying that example. I'm just giving you an example like you were saying. For the 49ers, if you got the third team, your other practice squad, the 49ers are not the same team. The 49ers don't have a pass rush at all. When they went to Super Bowl last year, they had Bosa, Buckner, who is amazing with Taekwondo Lewis, the hometown kid, and the coach, they traded him off. Then you have D Ford, who ain't probably suited up. He probably, since he's been up for two years, probably played like maybe five, six games. Then you got Armstead, who's really good when you got other pass rushers around him. He's not good when you're just asking him to do the work by himself. So now you got a lot of injuries. Then you got Sherman that's still out. Mosley is actually coming back. And I actually seen the, um, the coach, Robert Salah, say today, he moved Jimmy Ward to corner to bring in the kid more than was going to talk about trading. But they said Moore is really, really good at the free safety, but Jimmy Ward is playing there, so they felt like he has a lot of potential. They drafted him. So they moved with Jimmy Ward to corner. They got Jason Verrett is playing. 
You still got your healthy um linebackers with Fred Warner and Greenlaw. The pass rush won't be there. But what they're trying to figure out, what I'm thinking with the 49ers, they're trying to figure out is like, unlike the Cowboys, they're trying to figure out how could we make our DBs good to at least get pass cover sacks. Meaning that even though our front line is not good, if we could cover good, we could get pass cover sacks. And I think that's what they're going to do to the uh, L.A. Rams this, this week. Because Jimmy Ward really came in out the draft as a corner. They moved him to safety because they had Richard Sherman to come in and play. Now they can move him back until he get back healthy. So I'm thinking, like, that's what it was. So when I look at bench players, I'm like, bench players are better than what else. You got some bench players that are good, like Benny Johnson back in the day with the Detroit Pistons, Eddie House guys like you, that you just named. Like, you got bench players that can play. But it just depends on the system, too, as well. And, you know, it's not knocking no coach. All coaches got their own way. Matthew, I'm not saying that. I just – your game was like Eddie House, but Eddie House, you can shoot I know, man. I know, That's man. How I, ain't no big deal. Ain't, I, I ain't no stressing me. I, I'm doing what I do best is talk. I ain't even thinking about that. <laughs> but um, I felt like that was a good game. You can who? You can who? I appreciate it, man. We, you can just tell you. That Tarble, young Tarble guy, y'all play zone. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you play right, man, zone so in the pick. Let, I'm gonna go to the next subject. It was all, all the all time about week five. That was my topic with the Saints and the um the LA Chargers. That's what it is. Now, next topic, we're gonna make this quick and short, man, because we, we ain't got a lot of time. Um, all right, go ahead, man. the best black QB in the league right now to you overall. Who? Why you going to ask me that question, Black Lives Matter, too? You know I'm I don't know. Boy. I mean, I do. But I'm just saying overall, like, you got to be real here. Even though it's Black Lives Matter or not, who you think the best quarterback is? Yes, I like the sound wiser. I like, but I'm a, you, you asked the wrong person that. You Aaron, can't you be biased here, man. How you going to be biased? biased All these guys are black players, so that's one. Patrick Mahone, but my, my, we got a black quarterback in Baltimore, Maryland. So you I'm like Lamar Jackson? I'm all for that. I, I got you. I got you. I love Lamar. I'm always, I like Patrick Mahone. I understand that. But for me, you asking the wrong person, I'm all for Lamar Jackson, baby. I don't think Lamar Jackson needs some – we need some weapons. And he can do the same thing for Patrick Mahone doing in Missouri. He can do right there on Russell Street, right there in East Baltimore, right, right, right. South Baltimore, where the – yeah, they can well, do the same thing. Go and get them blue flags, baby. <laughs> well, I, well, I'm going to go with this. I'm going with Russell Wilson. I ain't even going Patrick Mahomes. You probably thought I was going Patrick Mahomes. Russell Wilson, if he had the same weapons that Patrick Mahomes had in Kansas City, and I done seen Russell Wilson over the years, he ain't had no win, nowhere near the weapons that Patrick Mahomes has had. I think he could do the same thing, and probably life would be easier if you had Tariq Hill, Kelsey, Watson, now you think about if he had Le'Veon Bell and, and L.L. in the backfield, those guys, you know, I, and um, Hartman. Russell Wilson's life would be so much easier if he had them. To me, the best black quarterback in the league, to me, is by far, regardless if he's my rival or not, no matter how much I love the 49ers, Russell Wilson is it. We look at this, um, this not 49ers, Seattle Seahawks team. Their defense is dead last in every category. Every category, Russell Wilson has to literally be on the field at the end of the game to win the game. The reason why they are 5-0 and 
is because Russell Wilson is on the field to lead them on the drive. Now, if Russell Wilson is not on the me, field when they do it, game over. They probably be 0-4 if it's Russell Wilson. But, excuse me, 1-4 because they actually had a big stop against the Patriots in Seattle. But outside of that, you know, even with last week with the Vikings not even doing well, you know, Russell Wilson has every game that they played just about almost has been really close. But it came down to the wire because of Russell Wilson. He has Metcalf, but those weapons that Russell Wilson has in Seattle are not the same in Kansas City. To me, I feel like Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in that category. Hands down, no sugar talking. All right, so now we're going to go to this real quick for us over with. Week six. You're right. You right. You ask me, Brian. You ask me who. You ask me who. And I'm all full of my. I like Russell Wilson. I like Russell Wilson. You know what I'm saying? I but, know. <laughs> you know, I'm all full of more Jackson. Week six. Huh? I guess week six. Week six. Um, predictions, man. Who you got? Um, Texas Titans. Derrick Henry, you see he did a stiff arm. Right. <laughs> I got the Titans, man. You know he's from Florida, though, so you know they already built. All right. He thought he was at WrestleMania. <laughs> um, hey. I know you got the Ravens over the Eagles. I got the Ravens over the Eagles, so we'll, we'll, just, get, we'll just dismiss that. Falcons versus the Vikings. Falcons versus the Vikings? Falcons, Atlanta Falcons versus the Vikings. Man, the Vikings, Atlanta Falcons, man, I swear to God, Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> they playing jamboree, boy. They playing this. <laughs> this, and that's when we go different. This the week, although they that fire coach got fired. Excuse me, the coach got fired. This the week the Falcons win. They win their first game. Falcons gonna beat the Vikings. Browns <laughs> versus Steelers. That's right, Devin Cook hurt, but still. Oh no, man! <laughs> Browns versus the Steelers. Gurley looking good though. Absolutely. Mm. Browns versus the Steelers. Your division. Yeah, I'm going with Pittsburgh. Yeah, I love, me too. I like like Tommy. I like <laughs> Pittsburgh. This is a tricky game here, man. Um, I got Bengals versus Colts. How you gonna sit there and say that's a tricky game? Reason why, because Phillip Rivers is suspect and he will throw the ball away to anybody. That's why it's tricky. Man, but the Colts got a defense. They do, but you have you seen the last few games? Phillip Rivers has threw the games away to lead the Colts to defeat. They have, but I got the coach, man. I, I do got I, a coach. I still got a coach regardless. But I'm saying, like, Phillip Rivers can throw you four interceptions at, at any moment. That's your opinion. <laughs> Rock those, baby. That is my opinion. Um, Lions and Jaguars. I really don't care who wins this game, but we know how it is. What game? Lions versus the Jaguars. Man, everybody, if anybody on Sunday, <laughs> when that game comes on, please don't watch it. Cut that off. I hate if people playing the football sheet because you really don't know who's going to win this game. <laughs> I would never watch a Detroit, Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguar playing. Let Barry Stallings playing, Fred Taylor, Jimmy Smith. That's what you need to bring. Both of them need to bring all them back. Bring Calvin Johnson back, too. I think he's going to fishing. Who you got? 
I just told you that 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 that, that what y'all say? What y'all say? I say spooky. Y'all say that's a dub. I say that's a game that's very spooky. <laughs> Nam one. <laughs> I got lines, man. Uh, Bears versus Panthers. The Bears, the Panthers have been playing pretty well without McCaffrey, and they're playing against a Bears good defense in the Bears. Bears and the Panthers. I got. I like Chicago Bears, but I like Katie Bridgewater. I got the Bears, man. I got the Bears. Another like game that defense. people don't Khalil, care about. Khalil, I got the Bears. Khalil Matt. I got a bear. I said Khalil Mack. All right, so another game people don't care about, the Washington football team versus the Giants. Yeah, that's another damn. That's another damn. They need to go right there to Bennett Road and start selling all the clothes on Bennett Road and take, the, <laughs> and take it down. The that's what they need to say, do. You know that, you know, D.C. with my mom. So they need D.C. They need to take it right down, right there in the hot box, Trinidad Avenue, take it right there to the Bennett Road and take it all over there so the Madonna trunk can wear all the D.C. clothes. He can wear, <laughs> wear the whole ball. We all want the shoes. He can wear the all of that. To put it on Donald Trunk, that game right there is spooky. Ain't nobody going to watch that game. <laughs> they ain't. And I got to watch the football team for that. Broncos versus Patriots, which we know this – we don't know yet because of the COVID. They might be postponed, but we don't know yet. But I got the Patriots in there. Who you got? I got the Patriots, man. I like I don't care Newton Cleek. Another game that people don't care about, regardless, they beat the 49ers last week, the Jets and the Dolphins. I got the Dolphins. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're going the Dolphins, boy. They're getting ready to bring the Dolphins over that game. They bringing all the group back. They bringing Jackson Five. <laughs> they They bringing the Temptation. They bringing the OJ, and they bringing the Commodore back. That game right there. That 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 game right there. Spooky. What? what, is, got, what I got the Dolphins. I like Devontae. One of the toughest games I got right now, man. Um, that I've been having a hard time picking with because I just feel like it's gonna be a great game if it comes down to whoever quarterback has is gonna win. The Packers versus the Bucks. Yeah. And that come right there. That's the game, really. That's mm-hmm. the game that I should be focused on. That's right. the game I should have been focused on. But I'm worried about B more. But at the end of the day, the more the story is, that right there might be that right there might be the NFC Kevin Field. That might be a rematch. If Seattle um do some um 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 stuff, some spooky stuff. But I got Green Baker, Aaron Rodgers, man. And and Devontae Adams, ain't he playing? Ain't he playing Sunday? I don't know for sure, man. But huh? I ain't even uh, make a pick on that one yet. But I'm going to go with uh, it's, 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 in a, it's, it's in Tampa Bay. I'm going to go with the Bucks. I'm going to be opposite just because you said the Packers. Come on, Green Bay, man. Just my <laughs> hey, man and, and Tom Braden got mad. And don't get it twisted. I, I like this matchup because I've always been preaching for the past few years. Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady, and this is the point. Now, what you say, we probably have another debate. The San Francisco 49ers on Sunday Night Football versus the Rams. Oh, damn, mercy. But San Francisco, I like – I just like y'all defense. I like Bosa, but I'm not a San Francisco fan. I like golf. Golf has stepped up, but I like Jalen Ransby. And I love Aaron Dollar, really. Aaron Dollar is the MVP without the Dollars is something serious. You got the Aaron Rams. Aaron Dollar, the best defensive tackle I've seen. Yeah, I got the Rams. 
And I'm pulling it up. If they move Jimmy Ward the corner and they move more in there, because Moore got a few interceptions in the Super Bowl, excuse me, one interception. The Super Bowl, I feel confident. The 49ers, Jimmy G, matter of fact, the reason why I'm picking the 49ers is because the 49ers ain't got no choice but to win, or Jimmy G might not be there next year. The playoffs going to be ugly. So we might be getting back Ryan for real. It's up to Jimmy G to prove who he is. So I'm going to go with him because of the fact that he got to prove who he is. Well, you keep talking about Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward must be your cousin or something. Y'all related. <laughs> nah, I think he's a good corner. I think he's a good player on the on the defense, on the defensive end. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you keep talking about Jimmy Ward. That's your cousin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, he's my cousin. But, uh. <laughs> Chiefs versus Bills. The Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Buffalo Bills. A good game too. I swear to God, cause Buffalo still mad from the last, for Tuesday night. But Patrick Mahomes, boy, I swear to he God. lost too, didn't he? You forgot he lost to Oakland. They lost, but still, that's still Kansas City though. Well, he gonna be mad cause he gonna be throwing it. He throw the ball like a frisbee. I swear <laughs> to God, he throwing. It don't matter. It don't matter. We still talking about Patrick Mahomes. You got that right. It don't matter where he's playing. <laughs> well, and the last. If I had to change any, if I had to change any quarterback for Lamar, of course Russell Wilson, man, Patrick Mahomes, man. But got I saw right. that at Texas. Texas. Patrick Mahomes a bad dude, man. He's a real. He's something serious. And the last and final game of the week: Cardinals versus Cowboys. Oh damn! But that's another game. That right there is very spooky. You know why that game very spooky? Why? I mean, because they, they. I mean, press, press. I hate what happened to Prescott. But oh damn! Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton. I got the Cardinals, man. Cause Cal <laughs> Murray gonna secondary. I swear to God, it seems like Dallas secondary get worse every <laughs> week. I said, do they practice? It does. I swear. What the guys really that's what the guy there like they're like I don't know Dallas man I don't know man they then they come they start off with the thing with Dallas Cowboys I know it's a lot of Dallas friends and I don't know why for no reason I don't know why but I'm saying it's like they start off bad you know like, they start off bad but then they want to get I like it just it's like Dallas like me like guys that cheat and then then they know they done got caught cheating then they're gonna cover this shit off that's what <laughs> Absolutely. Dallas, like, I like they smoking. Fuck. I got the Cardinals, man. With that being said, that's all for my predictions. Corey Baker, I appreciate you being on the show, man. That's all I got. Raw thoughts for Corey Baker, raw thoughts for Ryan Jones. That's all for us, folks. You have a great night. Yeah, man. And please wear, please wear y'all masks and please vote, man, because we got to make some changes in the national capital, baby. Absolutely, right. absolutely. Make the right choice. We got to make some. Hold on, hold on, before I go, we got to make some changes up there, up there in Pennsylvania Avenue. We got to make some change. Please vote, because the world, with how the world is coming now, you know what I'm saying? How it's coming now it is, I'm telling you, y'all need to pray. And vote. And if y'all and just that's that's more in my story. Cause I never seen this day in my life. When I'm about 40 years old, it's getting ready to be a civil war prime. So be ready for it, y'all. It's right. getting ready to be a civil war. All right. That's all folks. Raw thoughts. <laughs>